Hey, I'm Andy. I'm Andy. And you're listening to the HMO Podcast. Over 10 years ago, I set myself the challenge of building my own property portfolio. And what began as a short-term investment plan soon became a long-term commitment to change the way young people live together. I've now built several successful businesses, I've raised millions of pounds of investment, and I've managed thousands of tenants. Join me and some very special guests to discover the tips, tricks, and hacks, the ups and the downs, the best practice, and everything else you need to know to start, scale, and systemize your very own HMO portfolio. Now. Today, I'm going to give you an update as to what's been happening across the board in my businesses. Yep, that's right. Today's episode is a bit of a biz update and there's a lot of stuff been going on. Been on holiday, the big summer changeovers around the corner and lots of those other plates that we've all got to keep spinning have had to remain spinning. But it hasn't been easy and it's certainly not easy at the minute. In fact, I would say that this time of the year for me, is the busiest time of the year. So today I'm going to tell you what's been going on, good, bad, ugly, how I'm managing it all. And hopefully that inspires you. Hopefully that keeps you grounded, helps manage those expectations about any ideas you might have that property investment in any way is passive. Because we all know, of course, certainly if you're a long-term listener of the show, that it just isn't. So If you're ready to find out what's been going on, if you're feeling nosy, then don't go anywhere. Please sit back, relax, do whatever you need to do, and please enjoy today's episode of the HMO Podcast. Hey guys, it's Andy here. We're going to be getting back to the podcast in just a moment. But before we do, I want to tell you very quickly about the HMO Roadmap. Now, if you're serious about replacing your income, or perhaps you've already got a HMO portfolio that you want to scale up, then the HMO Roadmap really is your one-stop shop. Inside the Roadmap, you'll find a full 60-lesson course delivered by me, teaching you how to find more deals, how to fund more deals and raise private finance, how to refurbish great properties, how to fill them with great tenants that stay for longer, and how to manage your properties and tenants for the future. We've also got guest workshops added every single month. We've got new videos added every single week about all sorts of topics. We've got downloadable resources, cheat sheets, and swipe files to help you. We've got case studies from guests and community members who are doing incredible projects that you can learn from. And we've also built an application just for you that allows you to appraise and evaluate your deals, stack them side by side, and track the key metrics that are most important to you. To find out more, head to the hmoroadmap.co.uk now and come and join our incredible community of HMO property investors. Okay, hello, hello, hello. Welcome back to today's show. So today's episode is a bit of a biz update. That's right. I want to bring you up to speed and tell you what's been going on behind the scenes in my businesses. And you know what? There's been a lot of stuff happening. I think there's a lot to update you on since the last biz update. It's a really, really busy time of the year for me. Summer is just mad. I've been on holiday. There's no way you'll have missed that because I was putting it all over Instagram and social media. Yep, that was me. I'm one of those guys. And uh, yeah, I had a lovely time. It was brilliant. It was lovely. And it was just what I needed and just what Gemma needed. We went to the south of Spain, some nice weather, great food, and we've had a fantastic time. And I've been back in the office about a week now. But you know what it's like. You go away on holiday. You have to work twice as hard to clear your desk before you go. And then you come back and you've got twice as much to do when you come back. So that's kind of how it is for me as well. I've got a team. They take care of most of the management of the HMOs. There's very little I have to do, but 
There's a lot of stuff that I have to do for my other businesses and at a top level in my main business, my investment and management business, there's still a lot of stuff that I have to do. I'm still very much involved in things like payroll and auditing and just making sure that the I's are dotted and those T's are crossed. And you know what? Things go wrong. So what has been happening? Well, it will not have escaped you, certainly if you're a subscriber to our mailing list, that at the minute we've been preparing for the big summer changeover. We're less than a week out now where all of our student tenants move out and the new tenants move in a week later. And we've got to get the cleaners in, we've got to get the decorators in, we've got to get maintenance done, we've got to inspect, we've got to create new inventories, we've got to set new standing orders up, cancel old ones, and much, much more. So we've been really, really busy preparing all of that work. And you know what? It's a huge team effort. My job is to oversee it. And actually, I will be getting my sleeves rolled up and helping with some of those inspections because there's just so much to do. And putting bodies on the ground just makes it that much easier. And it helps make it easier and a little bit more enjoyable for everybody. It can be quite a stressful time of the year for my team. And I like to lead by example. So I'm not a passive armchair investor. I'm not sitting back at this time of the year. I am actually getting involved. And you know what? It's a good opportunity to actually get in and look at the properties and see what's going on. Because when you've got tenants in the houses, it is really difficult. So months of work, I would say at least three months of work now come into fruition in the next week. And hopefully we get it right. Hopefully that whole changeover happens smoothly. There will be some hiccups along the way. Some cleaners will let us down. We'll find some issues with some houses that we weren't expecting and we have to think on our feet. And that's just the way that it goes. You've got to be ready for anything. And I will be recording this and sharing as much as I possibly can over the next week. So keep an eye on socials if you're interested in seeing what I find or what we find when we go into the student HMOs. Sometimes it baffles me, it blows my mind, the stuff that we find and the stuff that some of our tenants think is acceptable <laughs> to leave. So keep an eye out for that. But that's one of the big bodies of work that's been happening. Now, I went on holiday and I really did chill out. I closed the laptop on the most part and I actually enjoyed being on holiday, being present. And that for me is actually quite a progressive thing. It's taken me a long, long time to get to a point where I feel like I can do that and actually mentally switch off. So that was really nice. But at the same time, those plates have had to keep spinning and that big summer changeover, that's just one of the things that we've been focusing on. At the same time in my other businesses, there's been a lot of stuff happening that I've had to keep an eye on and had to keep pushing along. So let's start with Faversham. That, if you remember, is our commercial to residential project. It's six flats. Now, the main building we've developed into five flats. At the end of June, so we're almost there, that unit, should all those five units should be almost finished. We should really be down to furnishing, dressing, staging and snagging. The sixth unit, which is the unit that we got planning permission for in the garden, that small detached unit, which we're really excited about doing, that is just about to go into development now. And that's going to need about five or six weeks. So we're not quite at the end of the project, although the big part of it, you know, the main body of the project, we are almost there. There have been little snags along the way, but to be fair, my business partner has been absolutely incredible. Mark, who you know from the show, 
He does an amazing job of keeping me protected from the detail, which I'm not particularly good at managing. He's fantastic at it. But together, we have had to make some pretty important decisions on things like the overall design of the scheme. Paola, Mark's wife, who's also an architect and an incredible designer, she has designed the most amazing scheme. I'm not even going to tell you too much about it yet because I am so excited to show you and I want to surprise you with it, but it's incredible. looks amazing. We've got about 30 grand's worth of furniture to buy. The logistics of actually managing that furniture onto the site and then into the actual flats, getting it all set up, removing the waste. There's a lot to consider. And at the same time, we're now beginning to think about getting the whole site switched on. It's going to be serviced accommodation. So, of course, we're thinking now about bookings, rates, who we're actually going to give it to management. So all of that stuff has been going on in the background. And that has needed some of my attention while I've been on holiday, but certainly over the last couple of months since my last biz update, it's progressed so, so, so far. So I'm really excited about it. There have definitely been some issues with cost creep, but on the whole, that project has stayed on track, which is fantastic. And that's a huge testament to Mark. Now, while Faversham has been ticking away, our newest project, which is about to complete any day now, is going through the rigmarole of planning. Now, we have finished the public consultation period and actually we did okay. We got 10 objections. We got a recommendation of approval from planning and highway. So we got the really important ones, but it has been pulled into committee because there were some objections. Now, we're going to stick to our guns and we've actually gone for eight units. This is commercial project currently with a bit of residential above. It's about 4,000 square feet and we've gone into planning for eight units. So it's a pretty decent sized scheme. In about a month's time, it's going to go to committee. So we're preparing for that and hopefully we'll get it. We have considered revising the scheme, but we've decided that we're going to stick to our guns. So that's what we're going to do. So keep an eye out for an update on that soon. But fingers crossed, we do get the eight units. We may, 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 may find we have to concede a little bit and maybe give one of those units away and hopefully certainly nothing less than seven but the the numbers look incredible and the scheme itself looks fantastic we really do think that this is going to be fantastic for the community despite those objections from a few of the local neighbors on the street we've got two more projects now that we are also stacking up i'm really excited about them these ones are in sheffield so they'll be on my patch they're fantastic buildings they're good sized talking about around 2022 flats so Keep an eye out. I can't say too much yet because we don't know yet. We haven't even had an offer accepted yet, but we have been doing a huge amount of work and due diligence on the schemes. Let's wait and see where we get to with those. Now, you know what? I'd forgive you if you thought you weren't listening to the HMO podcast at the minute. I haven't really said much about HMOs. I've just been blabbering on about our commercial Terezi projects. Well, don't worry. There is some cool stuff going on in the HMO space as well. So Hillside, the project that I bought back in January, we are underway. We are now in development. I'm really excited about it. So this was the existing five bed and I wanted to get six out of it. We've got this fantastic and huge detached garage on the site. Now, I was pretty sure, but not totally confident that I could convert that garage and use it to make my sixth unit. And at the same time, I was going to reconfigure the main and the existing building. Now, I bought the house unconditionally. I bought it with five tenants in situ who are about to move out. And I did a bit of research and I did my due deal and I was pretty sure I could get that garage converted under PD and into the sixth unit. And you know what? The good news is I got 
all of those confirmations from my planning consultant, from the architects. I got the scheme drawn up. We had it measured. We've got it spec'd out and the building has started. So we're now actually developing the garage out. We've started with that because the tenants are still living in the main building and they've been happy to let us crack on with the garage. So We've already had building control in. It's actually a little bit complicated because of some of the levels. Often garages are like that, but we're underway. I've got the DPC in and we're not far from starting to board up internally and uh, start first fixing it. So we're really, really flying with that. I'm really excited about it. The scheme is incredible. It's going to be such a great property. I really can't wait to show you this. And more good news on this one. It's already let to a group of six from December. Now, you might be thinking, that's really strange. Why would a group of students, and they are students, move into that house in December? Well, for the first time ever, I've captured the wave of a December to December cohort. Usually, the student cycle goes from September to September, and the accommodation cycle is usually July to September to the following July or September. But actually, there are some cycles that run Slightly different to that, some cycles, some, some students start their cohort around Christmas time and they stay for a 12-month period. They do exactly the same things at university, but they just do it on a slightly different schedule. Well, this is exactly what's happening here. And I've managed to get a group who are starting or going into their second year of university in December together. Got a group of six signed up for £2,600 per calendar month. They're going to manage their own bills. That's a really good rate for some of my houses in this particular location. And the contract's all done and signed. So we've only just started the work and we now have the tenants signed up. And I can see as far as 18 months ahead now, what my rental income is going to be on that property. How great is that? This is why I love student property so much. I wish everybody would see this. It is such a fantastic model. So there we go. Great news, I suppose, on all fronts when it comes to that project. So that's all the projects covered off. What else has been going on? Well, I am really, really proud and really excited to tell you that I've been asked to be a judge at the HMO Awards. Now, Van at Coho, and you'll know Van from coming on the show not too long ago, Van and his team at Coho are spearheading the HMO Awards. And I'm really grateful that Van reached out at an early stage and asked me about the awards and what I thought. And when Van told me about what he wanted to do and why he wanted to do it and how he wanted to do it, I was totally on board. So I'm really pleased and really proud and really excited to be a part of it. And I'm going to be judging the best student HMO manager. So if you're investing in HMOs, if you're managing student HMOs, then I want you to apply. But if you're not into student HMOs, if you're doing other things in HMOs, then have a look at the categories. Honestly, there's something for everybody here. And you know what? It's going to be a great day. I think this is brilliant for the industry. For too long, we've been tainted with the brochure of the scum landlord when we know that that is not what the HMO industry is all about. We're doing incredible projects. We bring guests on the show all the time who are doing great ones. We know our listeners and wider community are doing amazing projects and great things in the industry. So I really, really, really want you to apply. Go and check out all the information and have a look at the different categories. So I guess that's a lot of the good stuff that's been going on, but what about the stuff that hasn't gone quite so well? Well, okay, I've had a couple of bathrooms fall through. <laughs> a few leaks, I think three leaks since the last biz update. At least two of those have taken out a ceiling. One of those was a bathroom stacked on top of another bathroom. So actually it took out two bathrooms in two separate flats that I own, each one of them being a six bed HMO. And one of them unfortunately had a room that had just become vacant that we've had 
completely full, I would say, the both flats for about two years. And all of a sudden we get an empty room and then this happens. And it's taken us a while to figure out why and where this leak came from. It really has been one of those weird ones, like a phantom leak. I posted about it on social media, had loads of messages. Honestly, we still never really got to the bottom of exactly how it happened. I've had an issue on a roof, would you believe it? It's summer, not the sort of time of year when you expect to have issues with the roofs. But I suppose we still have rain in the summer here in the UK, don't we? So that was a complicated one because it wasn't easy to establish what was causing that. And in fact, we didn't know that it was in fact the roof. It was coming in at uh, quite a low level in the house, but it was coming in. It was tracking through the cavity and finding its way in. So quite a complicated one. And again, quite expensive. I have had, unfortunately, an issue with a group of tenants, and I'm going to be really honest about this one. I recently did an episode about the importance of having a complaints procedure, and I do think it's really important because no matter how good you try and be, at some point you're going to let yourself down, you're going to let your tenants down, you're going to learn from your mistakes, but tenants need a route to be able to formalise a complaint, and you need to be able to deal with that formally. And the long and short of this is we've got a group of tenants who've been in one of our houses for quite some time. And unbeknownst to me, the tenants had had some issues throughout the course of the year. And at various points, they felt like they weren't getting the customer service that they should have been given. And they put a complaint in. Now, a number of things had happened across the course of a year. Something else happened and it just pushed them over the edge, pushed them far enough to say, you know what, we've had enough. We want to make a complaint. And they felt like actually we need to do something about it. and. Um, potentially compensate them for frustrating them and wasting some of their time and uh, making them, I suppose, live with some things that actually they shouldn't have had to do. So none of it in itself was really serious, just little things like um, loose handles on a door and some issues with the fencing in the garden, but a series of these things that weren't dealt with sufficiently. They weren't dealt with quickly enough. The communication with the tenants wasn't good enough. Led to them getting quite frustrated and we set expectations with our tenants at the beginning of the year. We give them the welcome pack. We tell them what our maintenance policy is and our communications policies. And we, when we don't live up to that, we have to we have to acknowledge it. We have to hold our hands up and say, you know what? We haven't stepped up to the mark here. We haven't delivered the service the way that we want to deliver it and that you should expect from us. And, and I've got to do something about that. So actually, I had to deal with that. It was a formal complaint. It takes a lot of time. I have to go through all of the complaint points and actually formalise a response back. And that takes quite a bit of time. And it's not a nice process to do. But every time we do do it, we do learn. And the outcome in the end was positive. We did compensate them a small amount. The tenants were happy with that. And we've done some training internally. And I think our service has improved as a result of it. But this is the sort of thing that as you build a portfolio does happen and you have to deal with. Of course, the best approach to complaints is to make sure you don't get them in the first place. And I, I wish I could say that I was perfect. It would be really easy for me to say that, particularly on the podcast, but I'm not. We're not. As a team, we don't get everything right. But it's important that we do deal with things in the right way. So this is one of the things that I've had to deal with in the last six weeks, in fact. And these things hang around. There's usually one or two of these a year that we get and we have to learn from. And I think over the years, we've got much, much better. And the severity and the nature of the complaints have got smaller and less concerning, I would say, over that time, which is good, but still, you know, zero, no complaint sounds better. So I'm still working towards that. And so there we go. Look, loads of stuff going on. I'm excited about the summer. I'm really keen to get this big summer changeover out of the way. And usually, and if we get this right, what it can mean for us and 
particularly me as a student landlord, is our tenants move house, they settle in, and things go quiet for a while. And the professional rooms, you know, they keep turning over and we fill them as and when we need, but occupancy is fantastic at the minute. But the student stuff tends to go pretty quiet right up until September, October and November time. So for at least a few months, it can be a nice, quiet period. So I can focus on my commercial to residential projects. I can focus on my HMO development. I can focus on other areas of business development and self-development. And you know what? I can just grab the bike go out into the Peak District, I could take the dogs out for a walk in the Lake District, you know, I could do all of that fun stuff that I love doing, which actually is the reason why I do all of this. So looking forward to doing this, there's a bit of a hump to get over in the next couple of weeks, and then it should be really fun and really enjoyable and really rewarding few months in the game, in the biz. So there we go, guys. A proper update, a full update on what's been going on. I suppose just to summarise, things are going really, really well at the minute. There have been a few hiccups, but nothing too concerning. I've been super, super busy. The holiday was an absolute necessity. So make sure you're getting your holidays in. Make sure you're taking time out yourself. It's really important to go and do some blue sky thinking and actually chill out, rest, relax, rewind. And I use those times to plan and reflect which is really important. It's hard to do it when you're just on the go constantly. So there we go, guys. I hope you enjoyed today's episode. I know you like having a peek behind the scenes at what's going on in my business. And there you go. That's where we're at at the minute. So I think the next update, I should have plenty to bring you up to speed on. I think there'll be a lot of goss to dish on the businesses. So there we go. Don't forget that I'm on handover in the HMO community. If you've got any questions about your business and what you're doing, then come on over. You can ask me, you can ask our members. It's a great place to network and find advice and support. Of course, if you're building your HMO portfolio and you want to take it to the next level, then you want to be in the HMO roadmap. You know that because I tell you every single week, but honestly, it's a fantastic resource. The community grows every single day and it's a really exciting place to be and learn. And if I could just ask you a really quick favour, I know I've asked you before, but if you could leave a super quick review on your way out, you can leave reviews on Apple and on Spotify now. I'd be so grateful. It helps so much. It really, really does help far more than you could ever possibly know, in fact. So um, yeah, if you've got 30 seconds, I'd really, really appreciate it. And again, thank you so much for your support, for your continued support. If this was your first episode, then I hope you enjoyed it. But don't worry, not every episode is me just trawling on about what I've been up to. Usually there is something to learn and take away and implement in your own business. So Make sure you come back for more. I'll be right back here in the very same place next time. So please join me then for another instalment of the HMO podcast. 